Good afternoon and welcome to Culture Carousel. This program is produced by 98.7 DZFE, The Master's Touch. I am your host, Irene De Jesus Obligacion. The search is over for the Philippine Philharmonic Orchestra's new music director, announced last August 25. The new man at the helm is none other than Gregor Novak. Having led the Polish National Opera, the Edmonton Symphony Orchestra, and the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, to name just a few of many prestigious orchestras, Maestro Novak brings 40 years of international conducting experience and the energy of a man a fraction of his age. Maestro Novak will be on the conductor's podium when the orchestra opens its 39th concert season this September 15. That's just a few days away. And so today, before we listen to a performance by the orchestra and Maestro Novak captured last October, I would like you to meet Gregor Novak, who shares his vision for the PPO and how he and the PPO might contribute to the Philippine musical landscape at large. Maestro Novak, good afternoon. Welcome to the Philippines and welcome to the PPO. What made you decide to become the music director and principal conductor of the Philippine Philharmonic Orchestra? The first time I worked with this orchestra was last October, and I was very pleased and actually even surprised that this orchestra had great potential and that they worked really well. So from one rehearsal to another, I raised the level. And they met the challenge. So I raced again for the next rehearsal and they met challenge again. And the atmosphere during this work was always wonderful. People were friendly and very dedicated and went into the details with real commitment. And the improvement from the first rehearsal to the concert was just tremendous. And it's such a joy when you work with the orchestra, which makes so visible and quick progress. So I enjoyed it tremendously. And I was very happy when I learned that they've chosen me to become music director. <laughs> okay. I'm sure it's going to be a wonderful experience for you. What will you bring to the table to make the Philippine Philharmonic Orchestra the best orchestra in Asia and possibly the world? Oh, wow. That's very high expectation. And in fact, the goal, which may be very hard to reach, but which is attainable. What I bring, first of all, is lots of experience and hard work, because there is nothing which will replace the hard work if we want to achieve anything, especially with a group. Really, it comes down to the old saying that what will make the orchestra perfect is practice, practice, practice. And that's what we are all going to do. Now, what's also very important when we talk about quality, which is on top level, world's top level, with such a large ensemble, it's an ensemble which comes to play. Good example is like when you have the sometimes after championship of football that the journalists and people will pick that this was the best goalkeeper, this was the best helper, and so on. And they sort of put the team together. And sometimes actually such a makeup team of the best superstars 
played game with just a local football team. And usually they lost. Why? Because they were not a team. Needs, of course, in the orchestra, like in football team, you need people who will individually contribute fantastically well. But from those people, you need to build ensemble. And unless they work as ensemble, it cannot be at the top level. And this potential here, I think, is tremendous because I saw that those musicians not only have very good talent and abilities, but that they are very willing and put it in practice, they are very willing to work as ensemble. And that's the main thing which I think will be our goal, to become a perfectly tuned ensemble of excellent musicians who make wonderful music. The way to be recognized as one of the top orchestras in the world is simply each time verified at the concert, whether it's here locally or whether it's on tour or whether it's on recordings. We just need to perform in such a way that it will touch hearts of our listeners. And I think we can do that. We will work hard to achieve that. Wonderfully said, Maestro. I haven't met you yet, but I know that the PPO is in very good hands. Could you tell us about the 2023-2024 concert season? We start next week on the 15th of September with the program which we start with the overture by Hector Berlioz titled Roman Carnival. It's in some way for me also the carnival of starting the new adventure, musical adventure for me, and starting the new work with the new orchestra. So it's a joyous moment and I hope we will all enjoy it musically in this wonderful overture. Then we will have a guest pianist, Mark Bebington, who is up and coming rising star of British piano players and in performance of Grieg. And I'm looking forward to working with him here and introducing him here to the Filipino audiences. Our next concert will be on October 13th. We will feature first a Filipino work, which we didn't choose yet. It's going to be chosen soon. And I should stress that actually I'm very much in support of modern music and everywhere I was as music director, I would support local composers. And I'm as much dedicated here to support Filipino composers. So several times during the season, we will perform Filipino composers, including at least two commissions. Then our featured artist is Benson Young, who is a brilliant cellist, a winner of the first prize in Geneva competition. Actually, you know, uh, his Chinese name is a little bit misleading because he's a born Swiss, but of course, of Taiwanese parents. Then after winning the competition, he very quickly became the principal cellist of the Bayerische Rundfunk Orchestra, which is the radio orchestra in Germany, in Munich, one of the best orchestras in the world. And soon after, he was asked to become professor at the local conservatory. You see, strange thing is that in Germany, if you are a professor of the university, you are not allowed to have a full-time job somewhere else. Institutions could do like one-year exceptions before transition. So for more than 10 years, both orchestra and the university made the exceptions so that he could be present both in the orchestra and at the university. And he would perform a Dvořák cello concerto. And we will finish the concert with the very famous and fantastic symphony number no. four called Italian by Felix Mendelssohn. On 17th of November, we will perform a concert which is from all Russian composers titled Russian Masters. 
And let me just stress right away that composers like Tchaikovsky, Rachmaninoff, and Prokofiev had nothing to do with any war or any conflicts or anything. So while I understand that some musicians want to express solidarity with peace and not war, which I'm totally for, I don't think that Tchaikovsky or Prokofiev or Rachmaninoff should be punished. Our soloist will be Nikolai Kozyainov, who is a brilliant young pianist. Well, he actually was born in Russia, but he lives for many years already in, in Berlin. He was a finalist of Chopin competition, and since then, he's been touring all over the world. He even performed in special concert for a Japanese emperor. Okay, then we get to December. We will perform the concert called Ode to Joy. And the reason is that the main piece in the second half will be Beethoven's famous Ninth Symphony. We'll have Filipino singers as soloists and the choir. And we invited for the first half the fantastic Filipino pianist, Raul Sonico. I never worked with him before, so I'm very much looking forward to meeting him and making music together with this fantastic pianist. We move to January, and the concert will be titled Fate, because in the second half, we will play this sort of fate-induced symphony, Symphony Number no. 4 by Tchaikovsky. And in the first half, we will feature the pianist Jerome Rose, who is a phenomenal pianist and for a long time also a professor in New York. And we will start this program with the first commissioned work by Filipino composer. Now, we go to February, and that's our big, big feature. I've asked Christian Zimmerman, one of the most famous and brilliant pianists of the world, to join us. You need to know that Christian actually played more concerts with me than with any other conductor, and most of them on his request. Now, he rarely plays, actually, concerts with other conductors, but because of our long collaboration artistically and friendship artistically and personally, he said yes, of course. So he wants to perform Beethoven's second piano concerto. To finish, we will play Rachmaninoff Symphony Number no. 2, actually on request of Christian Zimmermann that I programmed it because he said he would like to watch me rehearsing and performing this work. Now, that's not all about Christian because, in fact, I've asked him to do more, to be our artist in residence when he comes, and to do other concerts. So we have in plans a special performance one and special performance two. In performance one, Christian would play, let's say, half recital or so. And if possible, they manage to actually get ready by the time of concert. He might perform chamber work or a movement of a chamber work with our orchestra musicians. So it would be a great feat not only for the audience, but also for our orchestra musicians to work with this pianist in chamber music. Second special performance is the one which I want to challenge Christian as well, because he, in last few years, he started occasionally to conduct. So I want him to be both in this concert, that he would play concerto from the piano without a conductor, and that he would conduct the rest of the program. It is a great honor that such a big superstar would join us, and not only for one concert, but for three concerts. So it would be phenomenal. Okay, and I hope we can make it. For the following concert in March, I want to present the semi-stage version of fantastic opera by Gaetano Donizetti, titled Don Pasquale. I invited the artistic director of the Cleveland Opera, with whom I worked already for several years, to be the director of those semi-stage 
version. So we will manage on the same stage that the singers would actually perform action and be in costumes and so on. Even so, it's limited and you don't have all the elaborations would you in the would you have in the normal opera. But it's a fantastic joy to do this. I've done a number of such performances in Madrid and it's always been a success. And we don't have the soloists yet, so we've asked that in January we'll have the auditions for local singers to be soloists in this performance. So all Filipino singers again. You know, there is a phenomenal duet in this opera between Bass and Barton. I hope that we can find fantastic Filipino singers who can actually do it. And I'm sure that we have in Philippines such wonderful players as wonderful singers who can do phenomenal job with this duet. Now, another Filipino great soloist will be in our last concert of this main series, and we titled it Fête Française. And the soloist is Diomedes Saraza. Diomedes Saraza will perform with us mm. a Camille Sons introduction and Rondo Capriccioso. But we start this particular concert with another commissioned Filipino work. And because we have more time until that concert, I hope that this will be a major work, like a symphonic work or bigger poet or something, something about half an hour. Now, for the end, I planned a performance of Maurice Ravel's Daphnis and Chloe Suites Number no. 1 and 2. Those are fantastic works pulled out from the larger ballet under the same title, Daphnis and Chloe. And it is a very challenging and very difficult work for the orchestra. But I trust that after hard work, the whole season, we will be able to do justice to this work and do it actually excellently to show off the results of our one work, first work of working together. I think this orchestra will be at the level that we can perform every such famous concert halls like Carnegie Hall, like Royal Albert Hall. All we have to do is practice, practice, practice.
Maestro Gregor Novak, conducting the Philippine Philharmonic Orchestra in Lucio San Pedro's Lahing Kayumangi. That was recorded in October last year for the orchestra's 38th concert season, Metamorphosis. The PPO has welcomed Maestro Novak as its new music director and principal conductor. He will again lead the orchestra as it opens its 39th concert season entitled Switch. The season starts September 15, 7.30 p.m. at the Circuit Hall, Makati, with Hector Bilyos' Roman Carnival, Edward Gregg's Piano Concerto in A Minor with soloist Mark Bebbington, and Ottorino Respigi's Pines of Rome. For tickets and other details, visit culturalcenter.gov.ph or the Cultural Center of the Philippines on Facebook. And that's all for this Culture Carousel. Do join me again at the same time next week for another impression of the Filipino classical music scene. Culture Carousel is produced by 98.7 DCFE, The Master's Touch. And this has been your host, Irene De Jesus Obligacion.